0: Oh, Thank you, Irene. Gentlemen, reunited and it feels so good.
1: Oh, fuck you, Ray! You screwed up my sneeze. Yes. yes.
0: Oh, Queen, how are you?
1: Good. How are you? As you soon fine. as I hit admit on Bill's thing, I if I had a sneeze, it was like I was allergic. <laughs> <laughs> and shit, you fucked it up with that song. Shit happens. Shit does happen. Welcome back to the queen. Uh, triumphant return. How
0: you
1: doing? Great. How are
0: you? You look Good. older. I
2: That's mean, what... it's it's been a week. So, I mean, yeah, I do. I'm a week
0: older. Thanks. No, no, like more gray hairs on that chin. Mm.
1: That's how time it goes. You went camping. Did you go with kids? Yeah. There you and go. Like 40 Fucking... people. And it was like 30,
2: 40 people. And mm. I had zero access to anything. For internet, cell phone, nothing. I'm like this. Ugh. I hope I was hoping a bear got you and you died, but there was bear sightings. <laughs> I was ready. I had the gad on me. No, <laughs>
0: no, there's no no guns allowed. You have, you said bear knuckle. Hey,
1: if you came your... back and we learned that you shot a bear, it would be the most disappointing thing that I yeah heard all week. Yeah.
2: What if you learned that I killed a bear with my bare hands? I said, see, motherfuckers, I fucking told you. I cu- told you I could do it. And you just had it draped around you the night. Oh, I would make it a, yeah, like a workaholics when he make, he buys yeah, that bear exactly. jacket. Oh, I wear that thing
1: everywhere. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, man. I'd wait for the first day. Someone dumps some red paint on you. And...
2: Hey, this thing kind of attacked me. It was, what it was every man for himself. Kill the fucking bear.
1: I'm with you. I'm oh, yeah. with you. I would just like, then you continue to wear it around. It's all stained red, but you're like, fuck it it's its own blood there we I'm go bear man now fuck you i'm bear man man bear pig man, man bear, bear pig, pig. I just boys watched. football season is upon us it's starting right now well now less than an hour in less than an hour and uh it's bill's first day back so generally he doesn't you know like to be here too long anyway i'm sure his fatigue is pretty low uh what do you say we get things started
2: yeah, I'm on the kitchen. I am plenty. I don't have any fatigue. <laughs> oh, look Whoa. at this
1: guy. He's in it for the long haul. Welcome to the Sim of Mind Sports Show. Friday headlines September 10th. Welcome to the show. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, please rate, review, subscribe. If you're listening on the podcast, wherever you get your podcasts, do the same. Follow us. Uh, and most importantly, please tell your friends. Uh, and per usual, the Submine Sports Show is brought to you by White Birch Brewing, the best craft brewery in New Hampshire. Ray, address please. 460 Amherst Street. The good side of Amherst Street. Get on down there. It's football season. They got flat screen TV. They got a beautiful uh, tap room uh, to get on down there. Sit down at the bar. Get yourself a flight. Try the best beers in New Hampshire while taking in some Sunday football. Um, if you can't do that, then get it at your local beer store, wherever you get it, tell them the Simple Minds boys sent you White Birch Brewing. Uh, it is football season upon us. Uh, the one time uh, favorite son of New England, who is now hashtag dead to us, uh, is raising his seventh banner down in that shithole of a city, Tampa Bay. Uh, that's the headline story today, of course, but we're going to uh, talk some weekend football. We're going to start Patriots. Uh, as that is a new England Patriots, a uh, new England sports show. Uh, and we finally get to actually talk about a game, which is pretty nice. That's speculation mm-hmm. about, uh, you know, what kind of stupid COVID shit cams up to. Although that's also on the docket, uh, but let's start Pat's Miami uh, heading down. The, they got Miami week one again. Um, just give me your overall, what are your expectations going into week one, Raymond?
0: Mac Jones. What, what can Mac Jones do? Can he, Can he lead this offense like a rookie quarterback has never done before in New England? Is he going to be the new son of New England? I mean, his jersey sales are second in all of NFL to Josh Allen, who is first. So everyone is believing in this kid. When's my Wuhan shit coming, (laughs) Bill? You got to be patient with the Chinese. They're very (laughs) they're backward. I don't think
1: you can actually say Chinese anymore, right? I'm pretty sure that's racist. We're gonna
0: have to beat them. I didn't say it. That was Bill. Bill's. Uh, uh, I said Wuhan, motherfucker. No. I Yeah. Oh, well, yes. Well, yes. What I said who on you fuck? <laughs> I did. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, anyway, that's yeah. a lot Any, of beeps. Anywho's, but yeah, uh yeah. I'm just interested to see what Mac Jones does.
1: Yeah, how do you think what do you think the ex- uh the expectation for the team and Mac Jones is uh coming into game 1? Let's focus on game 1 bill. What do you how do you think they're going to handle the rookie here? You think it's gonna? So you know, is it gonna be Tom Brady circuit two thousand one? Hand the ball off thirty five times, throw Ooh. it nineteen, and, run, 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 uh, run, 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 or are they gonna let him air it out a little bit? They're gonna Jimmy Garoppolo his ass and let him throw the ball around. Yeah, I thought
2: the Jimmy Garoppolo Arizona, you know, his first career start. I kind of see that. You went out and spend money this year, especially the two tight ends. You know, even. Nelson Aguilar has got a, you know, he's your deep threat and, and Kendrick board. I mean, you spent on offense, you know, so, I mean, I expect him to throw, you saw him run the, the no huddle in the in, in training camp. You saw him throw a lot, you know, now you got Stevenson banged up. So you're, you're kind of down a running back with him dislocating his thumb. So, I mean, at this point you can throw on Miami. I mean, I'm not a huge fan of Brian Jones and I, Xavier Howard's obviously one of the best corners in the league, but you know, they have no one that can cover the tight ends. Their safeties are suspect. They cut their number one safety uh, captain of the team. I his name just slipped my mind. But, you know, you have John o. Smith that you can run down the seams. They got no one to stop. But I expect, you know, 20, 25 throws a game, honestly. I expect, a, you know, probably a 50-50 balance. You know, I mean, again, you have one of the best running games in the league now, especially with a Harris and a, and a healthy running game. So, I mean, I mean a healthy offensive line. Slow so the I, game I, down. Slow the I, game
0: down for him, yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean you're going to try to slow down as best you can, but you got to, you know, you, you went out and you're a sneaky, good defense. I mean, if not top five defense in the league right now, I mean, with, even with Gilmore out, I think. So, I mean, you can slow the game down and then just suffocate to a, yeah.
1: Yeah. You know, we'll get to the defense in a second. I think that I'm, I'm with you, Bill. I'm no, Mac Jones things. I think they're going to let him throw it around. I think, you know, play action is going to be big here. Um, if you remember going back to week one of last year, Cam Newton and the Patriots ran all over this Miami team. Um, you know, Brian Flores has some inside knowledge, but no one knows anything about Mac Jones. So there is going to be a little bit of a, a situation where they ain't got tape on him. I, know, I think that's made too big of a deal of that in the NFL, but um, it does play a little bit of a role. I think Bobby McCain was the the name you're looking for. Yeah. yeah. Uh, to at least. And that's it. I mean, this is, they built their offense into a two tight end, maybe three tight end kind of set with Asi. Asi. All three of them can catch the ball. We haven't seen Hunter ha- Hunter Henry in action, but he seems like the perfect guy for Mac Jones. Um, and depending yeah, on what they want to do, the drags, know, so. you know, out of the out of the backfield, uh, the seam route is, you know, money for the Patriots offense. I expect those guys to have a big day because, like you said, they got nobody who can match up with them. Them and the running backs. Let's see what JJ and uh, and um, James White look like as well in the.
0: They're saying Ramadan, Ramadan Ding Dong is playing on Sunday. Ramrod team Ramrod list Ramrod steam. Ramrod. Come on, I like I like that. I like that better. I'm sticking with Ramadan Ding
1: Dong. It's original. Team. Say team Ramrod. I'll call him Car a chicken Ramrod. <laughs> uh yeah, so I expect him to have a good game. With the uh, I fucking love that movie. <laughs> what would uh what would ah. constitute a good game in uh in week one for Mac Jones? Uh, give you stats or what it looks like and how much if he does have a good game, how much do we owe to uh the wonderful Sophie Scott who's been running through the playbook with him? That's Mac Jones girlfriend,
0: who we have an existing relationship with on the internet to toot. Uh, clean turnover sheet, no turnovers, no fumbles, no interceptions. Uh, I think that would be a great first start for Mac Jones' week one.
2: Two, three touchdowns, 250 yards. That's kind of what I'm expecting. I, again, I, I think he's going to throw, and you can throw on Miami. You know, I think that's a good around 65%, you know, 65 70% completion percentage. He, he did it in the preseason. You know, they put him in situations where – cam couldn't do it you saw the situations the rumors that he was teaching cam the playbook i think this kid coming in out of alabama knows his shit and they're gonna they're gonna release him. they have to at this point i mean especially if you're getting down in games i trust a guy that's never played an NFL game in my entire life to come back in a two-minute offense that camden did last year
1: <laughs> <laughs> yep and that's what i'm looking for give me the third and sixes give me the red zone uh, good decisions um, you know, give me a two minute drill that gets him in the field goal range or a touchdown. It can be two touchdowns, one touchdown. Um, I don't want to go. I don't, you know, I, I would like to see at least him, you know, get one in the end zone there to pop his cherry, but uh, I want to see, I want to see what it looks like. It's third and six, and seven and they're in the run game gets stalled. Can you pick that up and how easy does it look? Because last year it was, nope, done if if they got one yard or less on first down, it's like fucking punt it it's over <laughs> it's over so that's what i'm looking for can we get back to the uh the third and six automatic we know you got you got two or three options here diagnose it pick the right one and throw the ball get the first down type of thing Excellent. and that's
2: where the that's where your tight ends are going to come in i mean i expect a lot of John o. smith routes to be what gronk used to run straight up the seam you got to kind of move him all around the line i mean he's i think he's probably going to be your biggest third down I
0: i disagree i think he's gonna be like more like an aaron hernandez where he can put him out in the uh, slot uh,
1: yeah it'll be interesting to see they've been
0: moving around but
1: i i we haven't seen hunter henry right um no. he's bro him and we'll are see like what he's gonna do right
2: now though they're they're him riding it no, no him and uh hunter henry, hunter henry and max smith back jones are like fucking tight right now they're riding the trail um, Practices together, charity events together, crafts Nantucket party together. Like they're, he's doing everything he can because he hasn't been on the field really to just fucking build that rapport with him. I mean, it's good. It's good to see with a rookie, and everyone's fucking high on him on that offense. I expect that. I, you know, you I, I expect at, if you look at a,
1: yeah, I mean, well, just on the Hunter Henry. If you look at how he played in Cindy, San Diego and the type of routes that he run in that last game where uh, Jones had some good connections with Asi, I expect Hunter Henry in that role. I think he can stretch the field. I think that he can find an open zone and sit in the pocket. I think he's a heady player that knows how to get open and catch it when he is. Um, so I think I don't know. I think that's more of a Hernandez role than John o. Smith, but I could be wrong, right? They might you I mean. McDaniels has got a hard, a fucking hard on the size of fucking Rhode Island with all he, all he can do with these tight ends, especially if Asi, Asi can play forget about it. I mean, a three set tight ends that all three of them can come out and catch the ball. Um, they love that type of shit over there and their wide receiver core is pretty thin. Let's be honest. So Kendrick Bourne and, and uh, Aguilar do need to step up and catch the ball. I think Jacoby Myers is going to be huge for them, but you know, this is a tight end. This is a two tight end offense. This is, what, I, this is what I expect
2: both tight ends. I expect, combined to have between 150 and 180 yards uh, re- receiving combined yeah. between those two. I mean, again, your weakness on wide receiver, you go, who's a kid Myers. They just picked up from Miami. Did I see that they grabbed him off waivers who looks like another little slot guy. And, and Nelson Aguilar still has the drops, the drop sees. I mean, I think, yeah. Myers, uh, Jacoby Myers is your best wide receiver, which is saying something considering this is year number five of him, six of him playing wide receiver. You know, and so I think that's one of the, probably the most important thing is to see the connection between him and him and Mac, because he's the guy that's getting open. He's the guy that knows the playbook better than anybody on that offense. He's the guy that's getting open. And I mean, he had what, 67 catches last year for 800 yards, zero touchdowns. But I expect those numbers to go up this year. And and again, it's a young guy that's kind of learning, learning the, to play the position more and more. Quarterback and high school, you know, learned it in, in kind of in college. So I mean, I expect have, you uh, got to see that. You got to got to
0: get that going right away. Also, one real touchdown. quick. May, may I stop you real quick too? No, Didn't he had in?
1: one touchdown that was only seven less than uh, Cam Newton throwing the ball. So I just wanted that to yeah. be noted. Go and he ahead, threw Mike. two.
0: Tu- he threw two touchdowns.
1: Sorry, right six less than uh, Cam Newton <laughs> last year. Go ahead,
0: Rick. Uh, also, didn't Miami release all their good linebackers last year? So, who's going to be able to cover these tight ends? So, yeah, I think, I think it's going to be a field day, like Bill's saying. The, the tight ends are going to lead the receiving core with yards and touchdowns this on Sunday. So,
2: I expect yeah, that all year attack. on it. I expect that year all, all year, especially if you can hopefully get 15, 16 games out of Henry and Smith. You're
0: going to we're going to go against some good defenses that have good linebackers that can match up with them or bring guys in for the nickel, you know, take those uh, tight ends out. So, you'll but see. The, Ideally, the problem, you don't, the problem Ray, with I mean, that,
1: look at Gronk. I mean, I'm not comparing yeah. these guys to the greatest tight end of all time, but the way that they scheme that with Gronk and Hernandez,
0: you, also you didn't have that could cover him. You yeah, John, you, also, you also had Tom Brady back there throwing them the ball. You don't have. Tom John Brady, you have Jones. And you John don't Smith's what? And John Smith sneaky Jones fast too. Yeah. yeah, but
2: John Smith sneaky fast. That's why I'm saying he's like that
0: Hernandez card. role. He's gonna be able to do the slot, uh, you know, the handoff with the jet sweep and all that kind of shit. So I think but that's both what
2: those guys have proven in their careers they can't be covered by linebackers, especially John Smith, year number five, and he's better seasons every year. Hunter Henry is what he is. I mean, you can't cover him with a linebacker, in the, especially in the red zone. No. You know, that's where your safety is you you bring
0: him Yeah, you have to bring someone in. Yeah, so, I mean, that's just
2: – you're going to thin the defense there. I mean, I expect Miami to play a lot of fucking nickel and dime defenses with, with against this team, probably dare him to run. I swear to God. I just,
0: run, 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 yeah. run, run, run.
1: I think, Josh – like I said, McDaniels um, has a rock hard, hard on right now, and he don't right, – right, obviously, there's not Tom Brady back there. But in a lot of that work, it is the scheme, not to, you know, stroke the egos or the balls of McDaniels and Belichick here, but he does scheme a lot of guys open. It's just a matter of figuring out which one's going to be open on any given play. We saw Cam Newton going to do it. I think Mac Jones can. I think that's why he's the quarterback. But let's move on to the defense. Uh, can they, let so all of that praise for the offense, Mac Jones, the tight ends, let's say it doesn't work, or at least if it works in week one, maybe it doesn't work in week two, or it's not going to work every week. So can this defense single-handedly win them a game where Mac Jones goes out there and has four picks, which is going to happen. Tom Brady did it three times in his career. He's going to have a bad game where he has a bunch of interceptions and the defense is going to have to win them a game. Um, can they do it? Is this, is this, te- can it be defined as steady, explosive? Um, you know, what, what type of defense can this be? And can they be, can they be there in games where Mac Jones is, is being a rookie and can they win it for him? On, on more than one occasion this year, I think it's going to need, need to be probably several occasions.
0: This is a passing league now. So it's kind of scary that you don't have your best quarterback out there with Stephon Gilmore, who's on the pup. So the linebacking core, the front seven, yeah, I think they could stop the run. They can probably stop the tight ends, but it's going to be scary when you go against teams like Tom Brady, you know, the passing teams that are just going to dissect these cornerbacks. We saw JC Jackson is not that guy. He's not the number one cornerback. So if he took a big leap for year two, I hope, but I don't see it happening. So I don't think this defense is going to be able to pull it out. I did completely I initially had that
2: same thought and then you said it. So I'm completely disagreeing <laughs> with you.
1: Yeah, um, that plays. That makes sense. Yep, Doesn't
2: does, does make sense. All right. So I think the biggest <laughs> thing for a
0: year and a half. So yeah. Makes,
2: well, no, sense. I, it kind of, I had the same thought. I was going to bring it up and then you said a couple of things that kind of changed my mind a little bit. First thing, first thing, opening
0: my mouth. Yeah, Hold on sounded for- like this.
2: <laughs> first thing is, uh, regarded uh related to jc jackson i think you vastly improve your front seven you got guys that can rush the quarterback now i think that makes quarterback play a lot easier especially if you have guys like matt judon who's been tearing up training camp getting up the quarterback quick i i understand jackson's not a number one but he's a great number two quarterback but i mean we're basing that off of last year when you had one of the worst pass rushers in the league you just loaded up your front seven drafted ronnie perkins you Gachow, Judon, you brought back Kyle Van Noy. You got guys that can go after the quarterback now. Josh Uche is looking great, and even Chase Winovich can get the quarterback if you can uh, apply constant pressure to the quarterbacks. Your your cornerback play might not have to, you. You're not as worried about your cornerback play. You're still going to play in man coverage. Jalen Mills, yeah, he's probably better at three, four cornerback, but he's thrusting that role. But if you're consistently rushing that. Uh, rushing the passer and you're getting there and playing consistent pressure balls coming out quicker balls coming out before they wanted to bad throws Yeah, your, your cornerbacks might not be a good exposed. I think this defense can do it. Cause again, you just spent a shit ton of money on your front seven. I think the weakness of your team last year was your front seven. You completely overhauled that and you have a brand new young front seven and with a veteran presence and Dante high tower coming back. I think you can do it cause you can stop the run this year. And that's the biggest thing. And, and again, Pressure on the quarterback. If this t- defense, the front seven alone rushing four or five guys can um, cause consistent pressure on the quarterback. Your 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 cornerback play doesn't isn't really going to mean all that much to me personally. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah um. I've, yeah. You know. Yeah, you kind of hit it on it. I, I agree with – to answer my own question, can they win games? Yeah, I think this defense can certainly win a number of games in this schedule alone if Mac Jones has a bad day. If he has a bad day with Tom Brady on the side of the field, no. You're going to lose that game. You need your quarterback to be good against other good teams, obviously. Uh, but if he goes out week one and craps his pants, I think this defense can beat Miami by themselves. Yeah, that true. type of game, I think they can do well, it. Well, Tua sucks too, yeah. Right. So, I mean, But the my, what I'm looking for in that – in that front seven is I think that we're all pretty confident that um they're gonna be able to handle the run certainly a lot better than the last two years. I think that they have enough pass rushers that you all that you mentioned all there, Bill. I want to see what they all look like in space and how many of those guys can you keep on the field on third down to keep all of your open options open if you're Belichick or Jaron Mayo on the sideline. Can Uche cover? Uh we saw Judon make some good plays, you know sparingly in the preseason in coverage uh what does vanoy look like now in coverage he's never been that guy really a little bit with the patriots we know hightower is a bit of a liability there so i want to see you know adrian phillips obviously looks like the nickel you know he played linebacker all year last year you got kyle duggar who got beat a lot in the preseason in that role so i don't know i'm curious of how many of those linebackers and what are they uh, the money backs are going to be out in that on the field um you know when it's passing down because your front seven's only good if they can be out there you know, so uh, I'm interested in seeing that. Uh, who else? So it, specifically, who are you excited to, to, um, to watch on Sunday? I had uh, Judon. This is for the defense. Judon, Ushe, Perkins, uh, Van Noy, a lot of those linebackers I mentioned. And, I Judon. yeah, I'm with you, Ray. I want to see what J.C. Jackson looks
0: like in that number one role. Judon. I want to see what Matthew Judon does. He's been <laughs> impressing in the preseason. He's talking the talk. I want to see him walk the walk game one. Yeah, I I think,
2: you know, clean sweep here. Uh, Judon is the the one I'm most excited for. You know, he's a three-down linebacker, four-down linebacker, whatever you want to say really about him. I mean, he could play it all. He's good in coverage. He can rush quarterback, and he's great on the run. So, I mean, that's the one I'm most excited for. And, and, And Josh Uche, I think for me I I was pretty high on him last year I think Peter King the beginning of the year had him as his defensive rookie of the year you know so there was a lot of hype at least nationally coming from him and I think he battled injuries a lot last year but when he was in there he he made some plays he he can compete you know it's the biggest thing I'm just nervous about his injuries but I'm I'm pretty excited to see if he'll make that leap because I think if he does that I mean you have two guys on the edge And Judon and Uche that could get after the quarterback. I mean, you get 10 sacks out of Uche this year, 10, 12 out of Judon. I mean, you almost had more sacks with those two guys this year than you would all of last year. We had 22 22 sacks last year or something. So, I mean, that's who I'm most excited to be is just the edge rushers. And I'll throw out there a guy, Ronnie Perkins. You know, a lot of – you know, he fell in the draft because he's a weak guy. But I I –
0: He's a weed I, I, guy. He's a bill guy.
2: Uh, I like him. I mean, he he played good at Oklahoma. And again, he's another guy that's going to come down. I think he's the guy you're going to see a lot on third down. I think Uche, Judon, Hightower, Van Noy is probably the guys you're going to see on third down. Those are the guys that can kind of move out in coverage and go after the quarterback. So, I mean, you're probably going to – Gachau guy guy or Lawrence Guy is, your, you know, your, your three – or your yeah. nose tackle, and then you're going to leave. I think those four guys on there.
1: Probably you're the, they're the best players, the best suited to do it. I, now you got me thinking, have the Patriots had oh, – I mean, they've had some great linebackers. They've held steady at their middle linebacker and, you know, the Noy, Ninkovic, um, Vrabel position, those guys have – that's always been two steady positions for them. Have they had a guy like Matthew Judon who can rush, cover, do anything you want at the linebacker position really, like you said, all four downs? put some thought. Don't answer to it now. He might be a a real unique unicorn in that li- in that linebacker position for the Patriots that they've never really had at that elite level of athleticism.
2: Well, right, had Andre Tippett, but that's going back. We're, but Adalus Thomas, Judon is the guy that you hoped Adalus Thomas was going to be. That's a guy coming over from Baltimore that was supposed to, excuse me, do it all.
1: And yeah, they, really, and he did they really,
2: he did it. <laughs> he did it judo- at I'm all. Yeah.
1: Um, all right, uh, let's wrap it up with Uh, Your expectations of the first quarter of this season, generally, you know, we know traditionally Belichick likes to treat it as an extended preseason training camp uh, and then start to build from there. I think we've had this conversation before. I think we all are in the agreement that combination with with the schedule, which is soft, the first few games minus the Bucs, Mac Jones being a rookie, a bad year last year, pressure on Bill. I think they're coming out guns blazing. I think they're coming out to a hot start. I think that's important to them and getting the rookie quarterback some confidence. Um, are you guys on the same page there? Or do you think that
0: Bill's going to slow play this one again? Nope, nope. Your job's on the line. I mean, all of New England looks at Tampa. <laughs> no, <So> fuck you. <laughs> jobs, <laughs> on those jobs on the line. Jesus
2: Christ. Yeah, job job's on is the line. line. You don't no, think on, you don't that think guy the, will coach in fucking New England until he dies or wants to quit. He is not. Crap will never fire him never
1: okay if they so go six and 11 like- or if they if they go six and 11 the next two seasons and the whole team has quit on you know they going not talk no he, he, Bell, Bell, definitively bill belichick is not coaching for his job this year i'll give no, you 250
2: out of million reasons why he's not coaching for his i'll season. give you
1: 25 that's going into his fucking bank account off uh, whatever the coast of nantucket uh, Shipwreck Cove, Bill Belichick has his shekels fucking buried
0: in. Anyway, go ahead, Ray. No, uh, first quarter of season four, no. <laughs> They're going to take it.
1: <laughs> Bill, uh, hot start?
2: Uh, I think it's a three and one. I, I think, well, you got New Orleans, you got Miami. I New forget York. the.
1: Jets. But they're playing to win. The like Jets. They're hold- yeah, they're not I holding think- anything back. Uh, as in, you know, in the previous game, years yeah. we'd see them come out and maybe start two and two. You know, in the a lot of the Super Bowl years they've started two and two. I think it was one and three in the Kansas City massacre, right? And then they go on to win the Super Bowl. No, they Bowl. were two and two. Were they two and two? Okay, well, either way, and you know, in the whole narrative is of the Patriots taking a step back. um I don't think the I don't think the records going to show what. The, the mentality is moving. I think we're going to be able to see it on the field. Are they bringing everything that they can um, to get the win? Um, and then lastly here on this uh, nine and a half, it was the last time I checked on the, uh, on the uh, win total for the Pats hammer that over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I hammer like that over.
2: I can see a 10 and seven, 11 and six.
1: 10's not quite hammering, but uh, yeah, no, I, I mean, no,
2: honestly, that's where I think 10 11 wins with the rookie quarterback this year. You're fighting for a wild card, honestly. I don't think you're unless Mac Jones looks like Patrick Mahomes is first year starting. I don't think you're 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 better than Buffalo. So, I mean, 10 11 wins it seems like a good benchmark for them.
1: It's the over for sure. Okay, we went long on that. So, quickly, I want to touch on um, two things here left in the NFL. Cam Newton is coming out uh, today as it's released on his Funky Friday show. I think it's an Instagram show. I don't know. And he said that he has a lot. He's right? yeah. a YouTube. He said yeah. that he has a lot to get off his chest. I don't know if he's ripping the uh, the Superman logo finally off that and been quitting on that little celebration. Hey,
2: there's 32 quarterbacks that aren't better than him in this okay, league. What okay, what is he
1: gonna say, Bill? Is or are you gonna? It, it's it's not going to be some juicy shit from the Patriots, right? It's just going to be, hey, I'm still here. I'm ready to play. Or do you think we're going to get a little bit of a scorned lover um, kind of reaction from Cam on Friday?
2: Uh, the scorned lover thing, you can kind of see. Bill didn't really say a lot of nice things. He didn't. It took him two press conferences just to mention Cam Newton, right? I mean, that – you know, I think Felger and Maz were saying it. It was a little unorthodox. Usually you're, you're kind of praising that guy, especially how you stuck up for him for the last year and change.
1: You know, I. Isn't that, like, not, sorry to interrupt you, but isn't that classic Belichick, though? Just get this guy off your lips. He's out of the building. We're not talking about him anymore. Yeah. Like you said, for a year and a half, all he could do was praise this guy and tell us how great he is. And now he's gone. It's like, no, nope, not talking about him anymore.
2: I mean, I'd love to see, like, a behind-the-scenes thing of, like, exactly what happened. You know, was it like, you know, they asked me to get vaccinated. I said I wouldn't, so I got cut. Or they came in and said my play kind of sucked. I disagreed. And then they cut me, whatever, you know, because there was no – Didn't sound like there was any option for him to come back as a backup or anything like that. They just, boom, cut him. They didn't try to trade him. They kind of supposedly did him a favor. That way he could kind of pick where he wanted to go, but it seems like no one wants him. I would love to see some behind-the-scenes shit. of see the reason he got cut because I think all of us believe outside of his play was the COVID decision. I think that had a lot to do with it. You're kind of seeing it. I think it had a big influence on guys that were getting cut in the league. As much as the league denies it, you know what's going to happen. Jacksonville did it and yeah. then denied it so i mean i'd love to see that shit that's the stuff i want to see but you're gonna say you know i respect the patriots he gave me the shot blah 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 you know it didn't work out mac jones i would he's probably got mac jones beat me you know i, I thought i had a chance but i don't expect anything crazy to come out of it
1: ray do you think cam feels slighted by the patriots yeah because i bet you he feels like he's still one of the best quarterbacks in the league does he honestly think that or is he oh, playing the no. game to oh, get another contract He's playing the gave me another contract. He has to know that he's not still
0: good like oh, he was please. before. It's can't nope. do it, man. That ego is so fucking big. He probably could barely fit in that quarterback room with that head. Like he, they make him watch tape. Can he see himself?
1: Like Bud, you, like we all know when we've passed our prime. Like I, you oh, can man. feel it. You know it. <laughs> <laughs> I've known it for a long time. That fucking thing has sale. Like yeah, I, I he can't pa- do Ray it. Ray passed what I used his prime when he turned
2: twenty-one. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, Anyway, it should be interesting. And by that, I mean, it probably won't be interesting, probably a lot of boring fluff. Uh, All right. uh, Real quickly here. The NFL does kick off tonight as we record Bucks, Cowboys, Tom Brady, 300th regular season uh, game. I don't even bother to put in like all of what like the people that have started and not started. It's we uh, we get it. He's a fucking dinosaur. He's been here forever. Every every time he takes a snap, he's breaking some kind of record, um, including seven Super Bowls. Uh in the seventh, they're raising the banner tonight. How do you guys feel about Brady uh raising the banner? And what do you think of the Bucks real quickly this year? Everyone, you know, people got him going fucking undefeated. I'm not in that camp, but interested to see what you think.
0: Bill, I'll go very quickly. Bill, Let me go first. Uh fuck him, fuck Tampa Bay, fuck that team, fuck that organization. I hope he gets his fucking That guy's a cunt.
1: Okay. Uh real stellar analysis. <laughs> I don't, I don't uh like the wishing injury on anybody because i think karma's a bitch and you will eat what's gonna happen to me i probably will eat it no judon will go down in week fucking one take it back i take it back thank you bill
2: yeah i don't want to wish injury i just hope and
1: pray (laughs) (laughs) see tactfully work yourself around it
2: (laughs) but no i mean as a former brady fan he he is dead to me he needs 280 yards to break passing record in in new england i mean as a patriots fan as brady used to be a fan of his it would be kind of cool to see him break it where it all started but no at the problem same...
1: wake up tomorrow morning you'll be broke
2: yeah at the same time
1: tear your f- damn it bill <laughs> i'm just gonna beep that so the gods don't hear it No, no, no. I'm
2: not wishing. I'm just kind of like praying Praying. that if something happened, that it was just a catastrophic injury where it would just career-wise that he will just not be able to break all these records. (sighs) Eat a dick.
0: Oh, that would be sweet if it was at 279 and he got hurt and then he couldn't break any of the records. No, he
2: needs 280 yards per game for the next four.
0: Okay, so I hope he just doesn't get it by New England. I hope he gets Okay. Um, uh, (laughs) Can you just cut this whole section? You want to start over?
2: Ask the question again.
1: No, that's okay. I'll just finish it. Uh, Tom Brady is the greatest player of all time. It sucks fucking balls. It sucks. Everything that we just said is just projecting anger that he's still not on the Patriots. That they couldn't work it out after 20 years, that he couldn't get the seventh and figure it out and go off on a high note in the Patriots uniform, we're all just pissed that he did it down in Tampa, and he's turned into an absolute. And fucking he's taking tool shots
2: bag. at Patriots fans and commercials. Suck my dick, Brady. Yeah,
1: he's he's just he he is the scorn lover. He is a childish little baby um and the Felger mass show they are great at the trolling job and i think they're dead on with this that's sec- seth wickersham books coming out he got an advanced company he looks like an asshole in that thing and he's pissed about it so brady he's does a- yep. yep he's getting ahead of it <laughs> Which, what,
2: what is this coming out about sorry i've been it's coming out after M-I-A. the the uh
1: the bucks patriots game so week five uh, what is it a, what's it on it's on the palace queue it's on everything that that went down from oh. from Bills and ownership's perspective.
2: Oh, of course, Bills the one that was fucking feeding them all that bullshit. Because you have notice how he looked so good and made Brady look bad, dude. Please, well, oh yeah. Please. Well, the
1: other thing, the other one came up. I'm going to read this Brady book and like
2: come on every page. <laughs>
1: i believe all of it by the way i they were although i all do now fucking assholes to each other and brady was not it, it, we've gone over this brady should not be given a pass for what happened in new england um he should have gotten a contract he didn't when he And blah 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 we've been over it he wrote get a his pass. Wh-
2: 2014 Fuck. damn it all right uh can we move on we're gonna move on to uh-uh. the- i has spent a week of this you're getting a shit ton of beats tonight
0: <laughs>
1: okay. uh before we do that if tom brady uh unfortunately does suffer an injury at 44 years old we are wishing that upon him uh make that clear uh gods uh if he does i recommend dr tom down there in uh, rhode island get yourself some uh cbd the new england's leading uh educator I'm so in waiting CBD. for mine
2: from dr tom okay so we'll get it to tom. you uh
1: uh Ray's stupid dog that shall not be named is sucking those things down on the regular, calming down.
0: Uh, What'd you get him? What'd you get him? (laughs) I got the oil. I got him the oils that I give him twice a day, once in the morning, once at night. Uh, It's a full little uh, syringe of it. That's it. Put it in his food, and he's good to go. He was a bark. He was a barking dog that
1: was annoying, and now he's not. He's calm and mellow. I'll leave that one alone. (laughs) And that's what Dr. Tom can do for you. He will contact you directly via the email if you're right. That's how he says it, the email. Uh, And if you place an order, he'll get right in touch with you. And by the way, every order that you place, you get a free sample. Uh, Get with Dr. Tom. Let him answer all the questions that you have about CBD and healthy remedies and medical marijuana. Uh, Go to backtobasicsllc.com. That's B-A-K, the number two, basics, L-L-C dot uh the red sox bill are right on track for dickie's path to the playoff not sure if you noticed this um it, but quickly before we do that let's do the COVID update Ooh. so they had at least 13 players that went on re- as recently as the, their last game on wednesday danny santana was back kiki hernandez was back they clicked franchi in that motley crew reject um taylor motter they're they're gone franchi's back in Woo Sox, and motter is Back fuck on is, tour. Who the fuck is Taylor Motter? <laughs> That's what I was, was saying. Was that the
2: guy that started, like, that random game last week, a Sunday yeah, game? Yeah, he was it? at oh, second yeah.
1: base. He leaned over to catch a ball from center field. He missed the play, by the way. Missed the ball completely, and his fucking gut just <laughs> hung over in his long, shaggy hair. He looked like some guy from an 80s here in Alabama. Anyway, they're gone. Um, and then the recent thing to come out today, I sent you guys. Hunter Renfro basically was it on EEI. Uh, he went on and said that it, in the midst of the outbreak, MOB basically told him to stop testing and just treat the players with um, the symptoms. MOB yeah. came out, obviously, and uh, um, denied that. I don't know why Hunter Renfro would make that up. Uh, I don't have a history of Hunter Renfro and his tinfoil and how get a fucking life loser conspiracy theory. Uh, but... I can definitely see it coming from MLB. We need to put a lid on this thing. Stop announcing that people are getting COVID over there. We're not canceling your Just games. Just put them on, on the DL. You didn't, didn't get to the 85 <laughs> threshold, so 85% threshold of vaccination. So you're going to play these. Stop telling people your whole team has COVID. I can see that as a motivator for the MLB. Um, anyway, your quick thoughts on the Red Sox and the COVID situation and getting through it. Uh, go ahead. We haven't heard from you, Bill, on this one. So I
2: 100% think the MLB, uh, definitely told them to stop testing and just play through it. Again, they're what one of seven teams that are under that 85% threshold, but I could see MLB trying to save face. Like they looked very good last year after the first what month, you know, St. Louis was the St. Louis and Florida were the two bad ones with the strip clubs and the and the shit like that. And then you didn't really see anything until, um, uh, Justin Turner in the World Series. Now you're seeing this. The biggest outbreak you've had since last year is on the Red Sox. So, I mean, if I'm baseball, yeah, you're trying to sweep this shit out of the rugs. You know, you especially for the state of Massachusetts, you don't you want fans in the stadiums now. But this is what baseball they won't trying to get revenue. I think it has a lot to do with that. You know, the mass mandate now is for anywhere indoors in Fenway, which is fucking stupid. I don't know. It's,
1: is there an indoors in, in Fenway? Technically,
2: the bathrooms Three. and the concourses, I guess. No doors. But,
0: uh, anyway Dude, i
2: don't know but i mean i'm just saying i think that there's it, it, got to be something to do with it you know what i mean you're, yeah. you're you're trying to keep the fans in there you're seeing this huge covert outbreak with this new delta variant or whatever fuck other variants going to come out every other goddamn week so i mean yeah of course i think mlb said yeah 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 sweep this shit out of the rug don't tell stop testing players yeah the it.
1: other side of it is um a number of the players that either were in contact or tested positive, were vaccinated. The first being Kiki Hernandez, who got on the flight, was not tested. Uh, they're not tested as much as unvaccinated players, got on the flight, infected the unvaccinated, which then, you know, started the whole thing. So um, that's the hypothesis anyway. So, yeah, I don't know why Hunter Renfro would make it up. Uh, doesn't look good for the MOB. They continue to shoot themselves in the foot. Uh, welcome to the MOB story. But, uh, you know, they've got through it. They basically beat COVID with some fucking Woosocks Sox players and Motley Crew crew members. Uh, continuing with a avoidance of a sweep in their last game against the Rays with Hunter Renfro himself. What a throw, Renfro!
0: And Sealing the home run that game. Don't Got forget, the home run he to take cute, the lead. Two run then, jack. Uh, yep. He
1: had two outfield assists that game. He leads the majors in outfield assists. That play to end the game, another fucking shitty play by a Red Sox center fielder. Who Danny was Santana. that? Was that
2: Santana? Okay. Yeah. <sighs>
1: Bad play on a two outs. There was bad baseball all around, except for the throw by Renfro, Because you got two outs, you're in center field, uh, nobody on base. I forget who hit the ball, but he hit it to Santana. Mentor bad, Wagner. Bad play, gives himself a short hop. It was never going to catch that fucking ball. So you allow, if he just plays it on the hop, you keep a guy at first base with two outs. You don't let him get to scoring position. The runner trying to take third with two outs down one. You never run yourself out of an inning, never mind a fucking game. But it was a hose by Renfro. What a nice cannon, take, Mike Devers. Yeah. Nice you know,
2: play. Renfro reminds me of the fake tough guy in high school that wore uh, ch- clo- clothes. No, the clothes that were too small for them. So they look more jacked. You ever see him out there in his uniform? It's like skin tight. It makes him look more jacked. Hell of a season this year, but still, fake tough guy.
1: Hell of a season, right? He uh, is currently at, um, hold on, let me see if I can 27 home steps.
2: runs, 80 RBIs. 260 batting average
1: there you go you had it roughly yeah my thing fucking clicked out of it that's okay um yeah he's probably the best move that rent for that uh heim bloom has made in the in the free agent market honestly tumor kike my well, Renfro's had a great year hmm. uh the game itself Evaldi went there seven shutout innings you know a guy that you can actually trust between him and Sale, you got two guys I think you can trust out there eight innings uh eight K's I'm sorry Richards gets the win with one out beautiful beautiful little stat pump up for him somehow Hansel and Grell got the save uh you're now a half game up of the Yankees you're hosting the wild card playing game you're two up on Toronto which has beat the shit out of the Yankees are they winning tonight by the way is anyone gonna score on that
2: Yeah, hold on one second. Uh, You're two and a half up on the Mariners. It is one nothing Toronto.
1: There you go. Uh, Three up on the A's. Here's your remaining schedule and Dickey's path to the playoffs. White Sox, three games left. Don't get swept. Mariners, three games left. Two out of three. Orioles, three games left. Um, Six games left total. Take uh, take four to six of those guys. Mets just split the two game series. Yankees don't get swept. Nats two out of three. That's winning baseball. You're, you're, you're hosting the all-star game right now. If you want to get froggy and take two out of three from the Yankees, you'll probably close the door on them catching you. Uh, the, the Red don't Sox sleep
2: on Seattle though, rich. They're two and a half back in the Wild Card right now with the big three game series coming. I don't expect them to win, but I mean, you get two out of three I and mean, they're two and a half games back at the Red Sox. Here's and what real here's what, quick. Hold on. Hunter Renfro, 27, 85 and 70, 78 runs hit two sixty
1: seven. Great season. I mean, that's Renfro. great here. Here's why I am not worried about uh, the Seattle Mariners or the A's. The A's are basically dead, uh, dead fish walking. However, Bassett injury
2: really hurt them.
1: Killed them. They have seven games against each other. Yeah. So unless the A's really pack it in and the Mariners just sweep, they're gonna, you know. History tells us they're going to beat up on each other, which is going to hurt the Seattle's chances to really catch the Red Sox. And yeah, it, it, you know, don't get me wrong. If the Sox collapse and go lose four to six to the Orioles and don't take care of business against the Nats, then sure they can lose it. But I don't think that's what this team is right now. I think that uh, they were given a bolt of, of energy from their COVID crew that came in, the young kids looking to play and, and got some scrappy wins. I think um, Chris Sale comes in and every time he pitches, the team's looking to play. Same with Evaldi. I think that they're going to be good enough to tread water and get themselves to a playing game you give me chris sale and now that garrett cole has an injury maybe he can't play give me chris sale in a playing game to get to the playoffs yeah i take that chance all day long and i think they're going to get there i've been saying it for months and uh the red sox ownership and heim bloom will wave their flag of fucking victory and the trading deadline debacle will go away and that'll be that and don't Speaking sleep
2: of- on a hold on. Don't sleep on a Valdi starting, a, a, especially if you get a home home uh, playing game. He's three and zero in his last safe starts with the one point two seven ERA at home.
1: He would be your game one starter for an ALDS against the Rays, which um, not a bad start. Um, no, no, because I mean, you
2: don't ideally you'd want Chris Sale for that, but he didn't look good the other day against Tampa. I know he only gave up one run, but it was it was some bad defense. But he didn't pitch all that all that great. So I mean. He's definitely. I would trust him more in your in your playing game, but you kinda wish you didn't have to play that game and had him starting him, Evaldi. God damn, I don't even know who he would start in Erod e- e- or Pavetta, but Pavetta's got COVID, don't
1: he? He'll be back for that. Yeah. I'm not starting Erod, I'll tell you that. It's probably Pavetta, but oh, Um you know what, boys, uh we've actually run out of time. Uh let me just get real quick. No, you know what we've run out of time if you want to stick around for the oh dark 30 baseball show we'll have a little baseball talk on we'll do some lineup talk how about that uh that's always fun uh but for now this has been the civil mind sports show friday headlines september 10th uh we'll see you next time bye-bye
0: Bye. bye-bye
1: I forget what I was going to. Oh, before I, uh, I do want to hear the lineup talk, because it is interesting to me, the shuffling that's going to have to go around. Uh, but Derek Cheater uh, inducted into the Hall of Fame. Most
2: overrated shortstop of all time. That's what I was looking don't, for. Don't at me.
1: Right. Uh, I know that you don't care oh. about his playing career, but oh, I career. don't
0: most MVP of all time, man. Man, oh man! Jessica Alba, Jessica Biel, uh, Mariah Carey. Ah, uh, uh, his pussy
2: game is strong. High-end sure.
0: Uh Who else? Oh, Minka uh, Kelly. Minka Don't Kelly. sleep on Minka, Minka K- Kelly from Friday Night uh, Lights. Scarlett Johansson. Oh yes, oh, Scarlett. Oh yeah, man. Oh, his VP and most his, valuable penis
2: his, and his post nutting. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's a good one dude his post not clarity is a fruit basket and a gift basket and get the fuck out i love it
0: who's the girl from fast and furious jordan uh brewster brewster, brewster. yep she's in have there. you
2: seen like a bunch the... of models
0: on there too have oh, you seen model. the
2: start the starting nine <laughs> that yeah. he's had? like they yeah. put him on a base that's like good for him. who's he married to like some model
1: right no yeah. hannah something yeah she's a model um yeah, but definitely one of the most overrated short stuff of all time. I was—I just was—wasn't was
2: looking... he banging some USA soccer player too?
1: That was no more me and him. No, uh, Jeter was
2: too. I thought. I don't think so. Hope Solo. Uh, I've seen her pussy.
1: Not the greatest. <laughs> Not the greatest. Okay, put it and mark it down. Put it in the ledger uh the other guys inducted uh ted simmons who played in the 70s it's that what do they call it bill it's the old when the old guys vote together and like this guy never made it so let's oh yeah
2: yeah i forget the veterans committee or whatever it is whatever Uh, no cares
1: he he, i don't i might get in trouble with this but i don't think he's black a lot of those guys because like there was so much fucking racism like yeah this guy should have gone in but these racist pricks didn't let him in i don't think ted simmons was black he just wasn't good enough in the I don't, I don't even know who the is. fuck he is. I don't either. He's played for the Cardinals. Uh, the guy I do know who he is, who's not a fucking Hall of Famer in my book, is Larry Walker. How the hell did that guy get in the Hall of Fame? It's he was well, borderline.
2: I think he was on kind of outside of Jeter. I wasn't.
1: Like oh, a,
0: it Ted wasn't Simmons, a, what is what can be?
2: Yeah, Amen. It's one of those years like Jim Rice got in. You think <laughs> Jim Rice is a Hall of Famer? No fucking way.
0: No, but Jim, I give Jim. Larry Walker. I would take
2: look, Larry Walker over Jim Rice. No,
1: here's why. Steroid era. How is Mark McGuire not in there, but Larry Walker is? Because never, he got Larry,
2: He never got linked to steroids.
1: Fuck yeah. that! That's dumb. Didn't That's he dumb hit like
0: over 400 one year.
2: Jesus Christ, Ray! <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ!
1: No? He played in Colorado and hit like a thousand home runs in the steroid era, and so and but he's but it's looked past because he never got caught. Fuck that!
2: Right, do me a favor. Look up when the last person Ted Williams.
0: Sorry. He hit he, uh, wasn't it
2: four oh six. He went like four for six at a double header.
0: What did Larry Walker do? I thought he had like some like ridiculous. Tony bio. Tony Gwynn was like seventy nine. I think four seventy nine in two thousand three.
2: Tony Gwynn was the closest. I think he had like three ninety one or three ninety two.
1: Yeah. Um. All right. Let me do this. I want to do this lineup talk because what the fuck are the Red Sox going to do? And of course, I'm talking about the Schwarber uh, uh, t- triangle of fuckery and JD Martinez and the Railfield. Field. The Jose Iglesias move. I love it. I that
2: like move. it. I actually like it because you can probably, he's probably your starting second baseman, honestly.
1: Well, let's go into that. So your best, here's your best lineup, I think. And you got a big hole in it. Your outfield is Verdugo and left, Kiki and center, Renfro and right. Your infield, starting with first base, is Kyle Schwarber, who's never played before.
2: No, I don't and, like that.
1: Well, you have to play him in your lineup. Then, I, then
0: Iglesias goes on, on let the me bench. Finish.
1: Okay. so Because Iglesias at second base, Devers at third, obviously, shortstop, Bogars, and then your DH is JD. If that's not the case, then you bring Brian Dahlbach into first base. Bobby. So i sorry. I always do that. Brian Dahlbach. I like Brian Dahlbach. You
2: know, I I, <laughs> I, I met him at a fucking P.J. Sullivan's on Manchester. I met him too at a grocery store one it time. It was a fucking dude. He used to, when he was coaching for Nashville Pride,
1: Oh, we no, were, that, I, that's where I met him. I used to work for him. Yeah, that. he
2: used to coach for the Pride, and then he was up at PGO Self. It's not even there anymore, but we used to go there every Sunday to watch the Sunday ticket because they had all the games, and he was sitting there at the end of the bar. I'm like, you Brian Dahlbach." He's like, yeah. I was like,
1: what? Yeah, we would crush beers with Dahlbach in, on the field after the games. Um, so da- Bobby Dahlbach goes in at first base, which if you're trusting that he's going to have the August that he had after four other months of dog shit, all right. Okay. Give, give me his hitting over first base. Give me his hitting over Inglisioso. So okay, I, but hold on, Bill. Let me finish because yeah. now in left field you have either JD Martinez who sucks or Kyle Schwarber who sucks. So you got a shitty left field or you got a shitty first base. What do you want?
2: Sure, God damn it! Uh, at least <laughs> oh shit. I mean, and, but, and, and honestly, mind- makes the most sense at first, and I think Kiki at second, and then you. So Schwarber, look at what
1: center field has looked like without Kiki Hernandez out there. It's looked terrible, so but you have in, a shitty center field and a shitty left field.
2: Defensively, it it makes sense to have Dahlbach at first is I know he's played very bad, but at least he's played. Kyle Schwarber has played, what, five games at first base in his, basically his whole career and four of them, I think, were the Red Sox or five of them were the Red Sox. He never played before. He
1: never played before he got to the Red Sox.
2: So I think that's a big problem I and mean, that's a you're going to trust Dahlbach a little more defensively, especially if you do advance in the playoffs and you do make it through that play in game. Like that's where you're going to worry about your outfield defense. Yeah. That's going to definitely take a hit with Verdugo and center. I think Verdugo is your better left fielder, but to get your, I don't trust the pitching. So you really need to stack that lineup the, the best that you can. And I think Dahlbach's hitting uh, power potential and the back of that lineup is more, is worth more than Jose Iglesias playing second base truthfully and especially cuz once you get a, honestly once you get out of Fenway so you're going to be a wild card team you're going to be playing on the road you know there's Fenway's probably the worst outfield to play the hardest outfield to play in in the majors especially now that fucking Houston kind of got rid of the the little fucking oh. hill, hill they had out there i mean right field's probably the hardest and then you well. got the monster in the in the triangle so at least when you can you can kind of Back away. You could probably put JD, honestly, out in left field and kind of let him
1: do, do you what he does I will disagree with you on the outfield thing. Fenway left field, Manny Ramirez played for eight years. So that tells he you also what play that shortstop. <laughs> well, that's my point. You don't need athleticism in left field in Fenway. Everywhere else, you need to be able to run a little bit. Schwarber and JD can't. So it's a liability. I think you're right. I mean, I think inevitably you're right. Uh, and the idea of bringing Iglesias in for defense. Uh, at the end of the game if you have a lead is intriguing. Yeah, that's uh, what you're going to
2: do. You're going to put your defensive replacements in especially late in the game. Especially if you have no fucking closer right now. with Barnes just being Barnes.
1: Here's here's two of the who's two greater points. First, the fact that Bobby Doback is in the conversation that he has to be in the lineup is kind of a fucking miracle after the year that he had. So, I'm not totally trustworthy that he can keep it going. So, that this whole thing might be kaput in, in uh, a week if he goes back into the shitter, and it might just automatically be Schwarber at first because the kid can't hit again. Well, Second- this is
2: where he took off last year. If you look at him last year, August and September were his big months, Dahlbach. Uh, so, I mean, that's kind of what you're hoping. Maybe he fin- it. something finally clicked. He's, he is hitting right-handed pitching, which is he been struggling at um, since April. Basically hitting the right-handed pitching now. So, I mean, if he can provide pop at the back eight, nine hole in your lineup, what he bat, six the other night, fifth? Like they moved him way up in the lineup. So I mean they're, they're trusting him now. You are seeing Cora kind of stick with him. I still think he sucks at, at, as um defensive first baseman. But again, that he has 30-40 home run potential. Like the power yeah, look, is. Look, I mean,
1: I, I would love for him to be uh I would love for him to be good. That you certainly need that with your pitching and everything else um uh, that that is going on. The greater the greater point is you still don't have a first you don't have a real first baseman. On this team. You don't have one. You have three guys that should be DHing, and JD Swarber and Dahlbeck.
2: You forgot one. Devers. Devers. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, he has looked so bad and Dahlbeck hasn't helped him has to help them one bit i mean i, some guess, of the Arizona- I guess
1: that's probably why you're right bill because their defense is already shit pretty much everywhere else you might as well just slug your way out of it uh and if center field has to sacrifice then just make sure renfro gets the ball so we can hug, throw him out from 450 <laughs> wherever he's not even gonna win a
2: gold glove this year either and it's gonna be a joke and he leads the league in, in fucking outfield assist major league baseball by the way he has more outfield assists in like seven teams
1: like fuck yeah. out of here um, yeah, it'll be interesting. Uh, Corey's gonna earn his money. Hey, uh, you hear Freddie Freeman's far apart on the extension? There's a first oh my guy. god,
2: please come to Boston! <laughs> please come to Boston. He's my favorite player in baseball right now. Please come to Boston. Speaking of guys that fucking tore it up, he's at 220 in May. He's he's working his way in the MVP conversation. With the, well, the, the Braves have they made some trades, Duval Rosario, they made a couple other good deals of deadline and they they fucking took off they're leading that that division by what five games right now the mets kind of they spent way more of the deadline and the mets aren't there they fucking fell off a cliff
1: imploded like the mets do Mm -hmm. um all right uh well that was fun baseball talk Ray. good job this has been some sports show uh oh dark 30 baseball show we'll see you next time bye-bye
2: bye-bye
0: hasn't been here for a week. I'll let him go. That's what I do. You were, just, you were just looking up Derek Jeter's
1: dating record, Hall of Fame. It's on on ba- yes.
0: No, no, it's on Barstool. You can go right there. They have a whole fucking spread. <laughs> the whole starting line. I knew it. <laughs> that
1: stupid smirk behind the fucking mic.
0: <laughs>